first cut. Queen Kelly ain't you eyes. Ellie Wicks go and be love. Mothers of the priesthood, daughters of a true king. Grew up in the Frenchhood, home we be birthing. Blessings, extra blessings, sovereign music, putting work in. 375 NPL. Hello, everybody. So March 8th is coming up soon. And it's a special day for two reasons. First, my friend and doula extraordinaire, Mika Rock, has a birthday on that day. And secondly, and maybe more like long-term, it's International Women's Day. This is a day to celebrate being a woman, to celebrate women's achievements throughout the days and years, and to look ahead with determination to a future where we live in peace and freedom. So for now, though, I thought I would let you all know what my mission is here with my Baby Magic podcast and all my work as a birth attendant. I can let you know that in five simple words, safe and sacred birth choices. I'm going to play a little game around here, and we're going to start at the end and work backwards to the beginning. So we're going to do one choices, two birth, three sacred, four and, five safe. Choice. Let's start with choice. Choices are so important. And in our reproductive lives these days, we do have many, many options and choices. But sometimes we're presented with choices that we feel have already been made for us, or we don't understand what choices we have. This is where the idea of informed choice comes in. Informed choice and informed consent are often used together in a medical setting but they're not the same at all. Informed consent means that you're agreeing to something that someone has explained to you. I said yes to something that you kind of explained was an absolutely necessary thing I had to do. Consent means I said yes. The informed part can be really vague. Informed choice can mean that too, but real informed choice means that All of the options are explained to you so that you fully understand them and their consequences. And then you can make a choice. And you know what? Your choice might not be what I originally wanted for you because you're making an informed choice and it's informed for you. So that means you have all the options. You make your choice. And you know what? I have to respect it. So it's a real choice. That choice, just like in what we like to call consensual sex, might be no and has to be respected. So I want choices to be informed, respected, and real for women during their reproductive lives. The second word, going backwards, is birth. Back to the beginning. Well, birth is all where where we all come from. Uh, I think. I mean, everyone I ever met was born, and that's kind of what how it happens. So it's pretty important. But birth choices for a woman can also mean making the choice not to give birth or not to have a child, not ever, or not to give birth right away. Our choices around birth start with whether to have a baby or not and move through the whole process after that choice has been made and beyond. If you decide to have a baby, Then the complex choices start, where will I give birth? Who do I want with me during this childbearing year? 
How do I want to be treated while I'm pregnant and birthing? Why am I being offered this medical choice or another one? When will my baby arrive? Can I decide when I'm going to give birth? Why does my labor not start? Why does this hurt? What should I do? There is so much education and respect that is not available for women during their childbearing year. I want to change that. Sacred. The word sacred can mean different things to different people. Lots of you might feel some resistance or annoyance with the word. That's okay. Except that this word might be a key to understanding the childbearing year, women's reproductive life, and even life in general, in a different way. In a way that recognizes and informs that we are not ultimately in control. That there is something bigger and more wild growing and living through us. Even if it's chemical reactions or hormones or nature, whatever that is, or spirit, creator, universe, or God. If we start to imagine that we are not the captain of this boat, especially if we're attending a woman during her childbearing year, then that humility will lead us to a place where we can actually provide better care. If we understand that the body isn't just the body, and it is made up of physical things, and also things that we can't really name, like emotions, intuitions, and thoughts, and that the body and those more unnameable things work together to make not only that human being you are accompanying, but also yourself, so that we come as humans to assist, to attend, to accompany other humans, but never as a higher power or an authority. Sacred care in birth leads to better physical outcomes, happier babies, happier mothers, and a better world. Word number four is and. And can open up so much possibility. I just included it because it's one of the five words. And why shouldn't a simple conjunction mean as much as another fancier word? And for me, this is the truth of working with women throughout their reproductive life. Again, it comes down to humility. Who am I, fancy person with years of study, to think of myself as fancier than a simple person who has asked me for my assistance? If I decide that she can no longer teach me anything, then I've closed the door to real healing. That little word and can teach us a lot. It's a little insignificant three-letter word, but it binds the two parts of the sentences together, like love binds us. I'm not going to talk right now about the dangers of childbirth. The final word here is safe. You can ask Dr. Google and scare yourself silly if you want. I'm not going to tell you all the scary statistics or tell you all the horror stories. But what I will tell you is that our maternity system, the global maternity system that we have in place right now, is hurting women and babies. The affluent women are surviving technologically led birthing practices that take no account of the whole human beings in front of them. The less affluent women 
and the black and colored women in the US are being treated worse than animals and are being denied decent care, either because of poverty or racism or both. I want a maternity care culture where the safety, that is physical safety, mental, emotional, and spiritual safety of the woman who is birthing the child or children is the absolutely most important thing in the world at those moments for the people attending her. I am working hard towards this goal. This week, I'm crying for the mothers I've served. The details aren't necessary for now, but I've spoken to six women this week, one with a tragedy, one with rage against her doctors, one with a potentially fatal diagnostic error, one with a natural birth that was interfered with, one is expecting to birth alone, one is setting her boundaries hard and high. But women shouldn't have to fight for their right to have good, respectful care during their childbearing year. After all, we're bringing the humans in. My demands are this. March 8, 2021, Women's Day. These are my demands. For both attendants, doctors, midwives, nurses, and doulas. Do you know that there is a whole movement of women who don't want to be cared by you because they don't want to be treated badly? They are not children. They are humans with whole lives, and they want to be able to make choices that may be different from yours. These women also deserve safe care. So take some lessons in self-care. This is not an option. You cannot care for others, especially for those who are bringing a new life into this world, if you do not care for yourself. Cultivate your ability to love others. Love is not an option. You must love the woman you're supporting. Leave your ego at the door of the birthing room. No, you are not in control. No, you are not the captain. And no, the buck doesn't stop with you. You are an assistant, a vessel, maybe even a highly trained one. But your job is not to provide judgment. Be honest. If you don't want to take the extra time before you reach in with an intervention, take the time to explain why and ask yourself honestly if you know what the consequences would be if you waited. If you've never waited and there are no studies to show what happens when you wait, then it's all superstition and you really don't know. You're just using your power. If you say, I'm not comfortable with not waiting, but there are no studies to back me up. Then a dialogue can begin. If you say, we have to do blah de blah blah or your baby will die, then there's no dialogue, just fear and power and ego. Be curious. Maybe some of the methods and theories suggested by others are actually valid. Have a look. Open your eyes. Don't do a knee joke. No. This goes for all of you. I'm not targeting doctors here. I know enough doulas who are quick to judge as well. Be attentive. Pay attention. Medical practitioners have forgotten how to be attentive with their senses and not with their machines. Sight, smell, 
touch and listening are the four senses we use. And of course, just leave the taste one for dinner. Intuition. Use your intuition. I personally don't know of any kind of healer, whether they're a specialist physician with 60 years experience or a beginning midwife who does not value the kinds of messages that their intuition will give them if they're open. Listen to the woman who is birthing. Who is she? What does she want? What does she know? Some advice for the women. Be curious. Ask around and find the path that suits you, not your friend, your mother, your sister, or your partner. Learn and keep on learning. Knowledge is power. Reach out. There's a whole world out there, and there are people who might be able to give you the answers you're searching for. Don't be shamed. Don't allow yourself to feel ashamed. Whatever you choose for your journey is your very own choice based on who you are, who you were, and who you will be. Whether to bear a child, where, with whom, and how are all personal choices that don't belong to anyone except you. If you feel shamed by a friend, a group, or a professional, stay away. Listen to your body. Demand choices. Demand your rights. Don't be bullied, even when you are laboring. If something doesn't feel right, stand up and say no. If you can't do that on your own, then hire a doula. If you can't afford a doula, find a free one. I guarantee you, I will find you a free doula if you want one. And know that we love you. Find a community. We're around. We're here. Women rise up. We have to rise up now and create a new face of birth, a new face of caring for the birthing mother. For more information about our birth uprising, leave a comment or reach out. You can find me. Love, power, peace, and love again. Big, mellow, Mothers of a new era, a new era. Mothers of a new era, a new era. Mothers of a new, a new, a new era.